0: Welcome to another of the 10-Minute Coot Street podcasts that Jonathan and I have been doing since this lockdown began several years ago. And today I am delighted to spend 10 minutes with the legendary Jane Yolen, who is uh, on the cusp of having 400 books out, aren't you? Just about. And you realize you've written more books than most people have read? Well, not science fiction readers. Well, not science fiction readers. But if if you look at these surveys of how many books the average American reads per year, it's like five or ten or something. So, I know it would it would take decades. And also, congratulations on what all the life achievement awards I guess you can get in the field. Well, the world fantasy, the yeah. uh, SFWA. Um, uh, the, the, didn't the Riesling people give you a world a, a lifetime achievement award? The poetry people. I
1: think yes, they did. They did. And uh, and last year I had um, um, and the year before I had two books from Tachyon. That one won the World Fantasy Award, and one one won the um, what is it called the the um Anne Isard Storytellers Award. Oh great! So so.
0: And you've got another there. one. You've got another one coming out. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Okay. But uh, the, the the main thing we just chat about during these brief podcasts is when, you know, when you're locked down, as we all are, what are you reading and what do you think of it?
1: Well, you know, first of all, I, I've been doing a lot of Zooming with people uh-huh. uh, and and um, I did a, a Zooming the other day with a, a bunch of um, uh, fairly new and 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 I won't even say up and coming because some of them haven't or come yet, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but are, are trying and working hard at it, um, a, a children's book writers. And I said, look, this is a horrible thing that's happening all over the world, but it's a gift to writers. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> you know, you're, you've got to stay at home. You're in lockdown. What do you do? You write. You read stuff. Um, you, you discover stuff. I'm writing things I never thought I would write. You know, hmm. I'm, I'm writing um, uh, poetry that I had would never have gotten around to writing. I'm, I'm writing um, uh, short stories and I'm writing um, picture books. I have so many picture books I've written now and now I'm starting to write with. Aha, here's the announcement. My fiance. We're writing picture books together.
0: OK, let's talk about that for a minute. You're you're getting married. I am. I am getting married
1: to a lovely guy who was a teacher most of his life and a headmaster um, at a couple of um, important uh, private schools, um, but he was always a poet and always a writer. We met because we, he, was, he was the poet at Williams College and I was the poet at Smith College and we, friends put us together and we very much liked each other, but we didn't fall in love.
0: But this and was how long ago? How, how, if 60, you don't want
1: 62 years ago. And his wife, um, he, had, he, like me, had a long and good marriage. Uh-huh. Uh, um, my husband, David, has been dead 14 years. His wife, Barbara, has been dead four years. And we just got back together again. It's just been, you know, one of those wonderful things. And you know what? It's possible to fall in love. In your 80s,
0: I that's, think that's that's a good thing to remember. It's it's a great story. I mean, if if it, if it weren't true, I'd think it were a Nicholas Sparks novel or something. Uh, yes, it's just,
1: or it could be a very bad novel too. Or it could be a bad <laughs> novel. Yeah, you know, you're not only getting married, you're locked down
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> by the by the virus, and you can't go anywhere. All right. Well, so what have I been reading? Yeah. I'm I somehow had missed um, Cat Valente. Oh, one of those people I had missed. And then I found her Baba Yaga novel. I think it may have been her first novel. I absolutely fell in love with it. And unlike a lot of books, which I and I read, I read a lot of mysteries Mm -hmm. um, that I speed through. You know, it's like speed dialing or speed reading. I just go racing through them. Oh, I missed that clue. I have to go back. Oh, I missed that. Her writing to me was so rich. It was like when I first read um, War and Peace or I first read Annie Dostoevsky, I had to go back and reread sentences because they were so good. The only other person that I have felt like that for years has been um, Greg McGuire.
0: Mm-hmm. Who also
1: loved, who also did a magnificent, um, very different Baba Yaga novel. So that was something that I that I read before the lockdown, but have been thinking about um, since, because it was one of those reading experiences that reminded me how much I love reading, but how much I love reading munchy novels mm-hmm. and that's something that um that um um, the word "munchy" as a, to use as a novel just means that it's 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 lovely in taste. It's very filling, um, and it's not just all plot, plot, plot or yak, yak, right. yak.
0: Well, you can tell the cat is somebody who's in love with language.
1: Oh my gosh! Yes. And yes.
0: she has a she has a novel called Space Opera, which is just a cel- it's a weird thing. It's a celebration of the Eurovision Song Contest. And it, I haven't it, read it, that. It, it, I must go it's very that. funny. It's somewhere between. Uh, it, it's it's got a Douglas Adams vibe to it. But somebody, some reviewer said the word, word, word her, the words just tumble out like puppies tumbling out of a basket. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, sometimes you feel she's
1: drunk <laughs> on, on language, you know. But I love it. I just love it. And um, I've been reading a lot of of, of uh, short stories because I've been asked. To write introductions to a number of um, collections of short fiction, Aww. mostly science fiction or fantasy, actually, um, and and um, one of them was a a book by um, Theodora Theodora um, Goss Goss, mm-hmm. who I'm quite fond of. I'm quite quite fond of her work, mm-hmm. um, and she too has that sense of of you know the language. That, that makes mm-hmm. you want to pause a minute and and, and take in that sentence again. Um, it means that my normal way of reading, which is this gallop through the book and then on to the next, um, I can't do with people like Cat Valenti and like Dora mm. Goss, like like um, 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 uh, Greg McGuire. And I like that. Um, what I'm really just reading here at uh, peter's house where we've been sheltering for mm-hmm. since march um has been um uh linda barnes um is a mystery writer mm-hmm. and but i've come to the end of them i'm on the very last one <laughs> that she's written and i'm i'm shouting to the universe write another one write another one
0: these um, are more classical mysteries they're not hard-boiled mysteries right they're
1: well, she has it hard boiled in that it's um, uh, she's got um, a female, um, Car- Carlotta Carlyle who is um, has been a Boston um, cop but is now uh, oh, okay, a private detective. Um, so she and she's six feet tall uh, and she's um, got red hair and she's had a long term relationship with with a um, son of one of the top mobster gangs, which she's trying to shake. <laughs> but they keep coming back to one another, and she felt she couldn't be a cop and still be, you know, part of his life. And and um, it's it's fascinating because he, up until the last couple of books, had not been part of it. He was very definitely, he was the most beloved son who had nothing to do with the mobsters. Uh-huh. But his father has just is dying now.
0: Well, and, have you got uh, have, you, have, you, have you got just is, is this what you'd call comfort food reading? Because. Uh, right. right. It, OK, so so mysteries are uh, are what Myst- you fall back. Yeah. Mysteries
1: are mis- mysteries are the books that I read in the tub and I read in an airplane.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Or I read, obviously, in a lockdown. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Um, you know, places where you're uncomfortable and you don't want to think about um, stuff or in a bathtub where it doesn't matter if you drop the book in the
0: tub. That's a good point. Uh, although if it's if it's a Kindle or a computer, you're in trouble.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: But I let's have, talk about let's
1: I don't have about, a Kindle.
0: OK, well, I actually I do. But uh, and I love it. But uh, it's one it, I can read. It. Well, it, you can read in sunlight uh, with it.
1: Yeah, but I don't like. I, I like books.
0: Yeah, I do I don't too.
1: Don't like to read on what is essentially a computer. Right. I do that. I, I'm doing that all day long with my own work and with business stuff. And and when I want to be able to lie down in bed and not look at a computer and read, or sit in a comfy chair or out on the porch and not what? have to worry about about reading a computer.
0: I know, and it's part of my my issue is that many publishers are getting very stingy about printing paper copies of, of I arcs anymore. I know. Uh, so, but that's speaking of, of forthcoming books, let's talk about uh, things that you have coming up because I know for, for one thing right now, uh, you've got uh, two poems that are bookends of, of, of Jonathan Strawn's book of dragons. Right. anthology. Yes.
1: Yes. I, you know, I've, I have not written a short story in quite a few years.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but I've been doing these these uh, books with Tachyon that are taking, you know, like 20, 20 25 stories of yeah. mine and putting them together thematically. I have a new one coming in. Um, and and um, I didn't realize how many short stories I'd written over the years. It must be well over 150 uh, short stories. So it's easy to make collections of 20 and 25. Um, well,
0: I was, I, I, I to be honest, I just last night finished reading The Midnight Circus, which is your dark stories. These are your. And
1: who knew? I didn't, I didn't think of my, I never thought of myself as a dark writer.
0: I hadn't thought of you that way either, but there's some, uh, there are a couple of really disturbing stories in that.
1: I know. And you know what? Why I don't think I'm a dark writer when I've done three Holocaust novels. Yeah makes me wonder about you know how how much i know anything about myself or how little i know anything about myself um but yeah when i when i was putting this book together and then when i was rereading it uh to deal with the the editorial you know the the copy editor stuff i was going right good grief look how many of these these are really dark um and of course when i think about it i mean i had I had stories in the year's best horror, um, but my horror yeah. tends to be that frisson rather than blood on the page.
0: Well, yeah. either that or, or, or I was going to think the one—the the, the one that, to be honest, the one that creeps me out in the in, in the book is the one called "The Dog Dog Boy Remembers."
1: Dog Boy Remembers, yeah, yeah. And well, that I—that's part. And that's part of a novel that that uh, Midori Snyder and I wrote. That character, Dog Boy, and mm-hmm. and the Red Cap are in it. But I never gave we never gave him a backstory. So I said to to Midori, can I, I? I'd like to write a back a story. I was asked to write a, a short story, mm-hmm. and I said um, I'd like to write it about Dog Boy. And she said, Yeah, go for it. You know. So uh-huh. cause I wouldn't have done it without um without uh, her permission because we right, wrote so. the novel together um and yes it got creepier and creepier because red caps are creepy right they're they're you know they're really they they like to kill people for no reason at all and then they dip well, their the red other thing that you,
0: is that you the know water. all stuff about folklore i didn't know about red caps until i'd read oh, that
1: yeah. Uh, yeah 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 they're there but uh, in fact um uh, friends of mine, uh, Holly Black and uh, her husband Theo Black, who live mm-hmm. not far from us. And Holly writes uh, fantasy and science fiction, uh, but mostly for kids. And um, they have a yearly New Year's party. And you're supposed to come in costume. So uh, we tend to, the family tends to go, and we tend to go in in, in your face costume. So everybody <laughs> else there is gloriously accoutred in, in sort of medieval uh, and Victorian English stuff. And we went as marauding Scots. Oh. We had, we had, we had um, you know, our plastic swords and our, 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 our uh, shields, and we were all dressed in our um, handmade uh, um, uh, uh, tartans. And we came in, threw the door open, and went, Arr! one time time was supposed to be fairyland so everybody's there and with their little fairy dainty fairy wings and looking quite beautiful and we show up as red caps
0: i have one question about the the tachyon uh collections because um let's see the first one i guess was the the emerald circus which was um kind of uh, a a lot of that alluded to earlier uh fantasy and, and, and children's literature and then uh, with the how to fracture a fairy tale, you were talking about actual fairy tale materials rather than literary stuff. And this is this is your dark stories. It seems to me you've got three volumes of select if, if you put these together, you've got a three-volume selected stories out there.
1: Well, I'm trying to get them to do Ruby Circus and do Love Stories.
0: Okay, so this this so is they gradually haven't said
1: yes. They haven't said yes yet. And eventually I want them to do the complete Jane Yolen fairy tale collection. Those were wow. my original fairy tales. So but they haven't said yes to that one because I don't think they see that quite as in their bailiwick. But as I inch closer and closer to the end <laughs> of my life, maybe they will um, Maybe they will say, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Because if not, I'll, I, I want to sell it to someone.
0: Yeah, well, so, you're... Okay,
1: a- I'm looking around. I'm looking okay, around.
0: keep that in mind uh we're over our 10 minutes as i knew we would be because it's too much fun talking um uh, but again i've been talking on this uh, 10 minutes with uh Jane Yolan and thank you for joining us on the good street podcast
1: thank you and thank you for being my long-term friend
0: oh it's been great that's